Welcome to Languatalk News. Our first story comes from the United Kingdom. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's government is gearing up to announce a cooperation agreement with Frontex, the European Union's border protection agency. This agreement will facilitate information sharing on illegal migration. It will also allow both sides to collaborate on technologies aimed at preventing human trafficking. The British government believes that Frontex's comprehensive understanding of illegal migration and cross-border crime in Europe can help them tackle these issues effectively. In a conversation with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, it was suggested that this agreement should be finalised in the forthcoming days. One of Sunak's major goals is to halt the arrival of small boats carrying asylum seekers from France. He anticipates that a decrease in arrivals might bolster his Conservative Party's chances in the next general election. Although Britain has signed similar agreements with other countries, such as Turkey, it has not made any returns agreements with the EU since its departure from the bloc. Moving on to Netherlands, far-right leader Geert Wilders, who emerged victorious in an election three months ago, has lambasted the country for accepting an excessive number of Ukrainian refugees. Wilders contends that the Netherlands should retain its weapons for self-defense, rather than offering military aid to Ukraine. His stance has sparked disagreements with potential coalition partners. Wilders alleges that Ukrainians are flocking to the Netherlands for free housing, healthcare and jobs, and not due to the war. However, the outgoing Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, has promised sustained support for Ukraine. He asserts that Wilders will not find any coalition partner who concurs with cutting aid. This debate surfaces as the Dutch Central Registration Facility for Ukrainian Refugees is purportedly nearing capacity. Since Russia's invasion of Ukraine nearly two years ago, over 100,000 Ukrainian refugees have sought refuge in the Netherlands. In political news from the United States, Nikki Haley's supporters are pumping heavy investments into states, hosting early March, nominating contests for the Republican presidential nomination. This surge reflects a growing belief that Haley may not clinch an unexpected victory in her home state of South Carolina, where former President Donald Trump enjoys popularity. Haley's best hope to re-enter the race is believed to be during the first five days of March. During this period, 
21 states and territories will vote, most of them on the 5th of March for Super Tuesday. Despite Haley losing the first four nominating contests by significant margins, some donors continue to back her. They are hopeful that Trump's pending criminal cases might force him to step down and position Haley as the next in line. Some simply desire an anti-Trump candidate. Groups supporting Haley have been concentrating their efforts on independent voters and Democrats who opt to vote in Republican primaries. They have been disseminating messages promoting Haley to voters in various states. Our next story is from the Philippines. A joint air patrol with the United States was conducted over the South China Sea. The objective was to defend the country's territory and national interests. This action comes in the wake of China accusing the Philippines of instigating trouble. Philippine fighter jets and a U.S. bomber plane flew in tandem over the sea following joint maritime exercises conducted by their respective navies. The aim is to enhance the capabilities of both armed forces and safeguard the Philippines' territory and national rights, according to Armed Forces Public Affairs Chief Xerxes Trinidad. China, who claims almost the entire South China Sea, denounced the Joint Patrol. Relations between the Philippines and China have soured over the past year, while the Philippines has been bolstering its defense ties with the United States. In economic news from South Africa, the value of the rand, the country's currency, dipped slightly on Tuesday. This is because traders are awaiting crucial information about the country's economy before making decisions. Later this week, the government will disclose how much prices have altered over the past year, a metric known as inflation. The finance minister will also deliver a speech about the country's budget. Economists predict that the budget will indicate the government's performance has slipped compared to the previous year due to reduced revenue from mining taxes. They also anticipate that inflation has risen marginally from 5.1% to 5.4%. The central bank has stated it needs to see prices falling more consistently before it will contemplate reducing interest rates. Our final story today is from China. Top financial regulators are urging the finance sector to abide by Communist Party values and serve the economy responsibly. China's President Xi Jinping has expressed his discontent 
with the country's multi-trillion dollar financial sector. He intends to augment the party's influence over the sector's direction by launching organizations like the Central Financial Commission. The regulators are advising market players to steer clear of unnecessary and excessive risks. Despite grappling with economic challenges like a stock market sell-off and high levels of debt, Chinese officials are confident that a socialist economy can function well if market players act responsibly. Last year, even though China met its growth target of about 5%, analysts argue that China will need to rekindle market-oriented reforms to prevent its economy from decelerating. President Xi has a long-term vision to double the economy by 2035, which necessitates an average annual growth of 4.7%. The president's anti-corruption campaign has led to the expulsion of some former senior finance officials from the party or charged with bribery. The financial watchdogs are committed to combating corruption in the finance sector and they are encouraging financiers to adhere to market rules and professional ethics. Thanks for listening to Languatalk News.